הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שתורנו לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר הקדוש משה בארץ המה. הוא יבחר לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מכוחו. מה רבנו נחלון פייגמן שמחה. נא נח נחמן נחלון אומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. So we continue where we left off. סעיף רש נ"ד קונברסיישן 254. לעניין קדושת שבת, speaking of the holiness of the שבת. אמר רבנו סל ששבת דומה כמו שיש חתונה גדולה מאוד. שבת is similar to a very great wedding or a lavish wedding. ושמחים ומרקדים שם הרבה מאוד מאוד בשמחה וחדווה גדולה. And in this wedding, at this wedding people are very happy, they're dancing there very very much with great joy and happiness. ועומד אחד, and someone who's standing from the outside, perhaps looking in, Um, he's standing there and he dresses himself in his precious clothing his, his um, elegant clothing and he runs in quickly tries to, trying to get in he wants to enter and to be happy and to be part of the, the festivities the, the celebration says, a person needs a great merit שיוכל לראותו מן החרקים מתוך סדק קטן. A person needs a great merit in order to see this wedding from the holes or the tiny crack from the outside. Even just seeing the wedding from the outside to the smallest hole is a great merit. And this, of course, has to do with uh, the Kedushah Shabbat, that even if we do not merit the Kedushah Shabbat, just to even look in and to see and to recognize the Kedushah Shabbat, that in itself is something very not awesome and uh, very great. that uh, it requires a great uh, merit. We know that uh, Rabbeinu said the main thing of Shabbat is simcha, is happiness. And Rabbi Na- he asked Rabbi Nathan, he said, what do you feel on Shabbat? And Rabbi Nathan re- responded with frum. He said, I feel frum, a fear, a yira. And Rabbeinu said, this is not the way, the way is simcha. And Rabbi Nathan responded by saying, but I want to be happy. Rotze, ani rotze, yotzamech, I want to be happy. Um, that he has the ratzon. And Rabbeinu said, Pay attention to what Rabbi Nathan said. He said this to all the students gathered there at the table. He said, did you hear what he said? He said it very good. That he has the want. And that want, perhaps, is the peeking in that, we, that requires a great merit um, to be truly sameach. And of course, Rabbi Nathan attained that. But um, this is, uh, it requires a great merit to, to, to be part of the Simcha of Shabbat, to be part of the celebration of Shabbat. Even just looking in, From the outside is, uh, is something awesome. And we should have the merit to start by looking in and God willing to attain the Simcha of Shabbat. Se'if Reshnun Hei, Conversation 255. Rabbeinu gives us a, a very important principle when it comes to advice. And he says it's much easier to give someone else advice than it is to give yourself advice. Because when a person himself is in need of advice, it is very difficult for him. Reason being perhaps is because Rabbeinu is going to explain uh, right now. But we also know that um, when a person is in need of advice himself, he's in a sort of mochin de katnut. He's in a mochin de katnut. When a person is being tested or perhaps he's going through a difficulty, he's in a mochin de katnut. He's in a constricted... level of consciousness. His dot is almost taken away from him. His mind isn't fully there 
you're not fully capable, and therefore it's much more difficult to give yourself advice for you're much for it's much you, you don't have the full picture. You're you're in a challenge. Rabbeinu continues. Rabbeinu says a different approach, something that's very. We see how practical this is and how it really happens. How, how mamash we can, we are connected to this. In the beginning, a person is thinking thoughts, he's pondering what to do, and he has many reasons or arguments that he needs to do like this or to practice in this sort of fashion. Essentially, he might need a piece of advice to go left or to go right. And in the beginning, he'll think thoughts and he'll have reasons and logic and arguments for as to why to go right. And afterwards, when he seals it in his mind and he, he uh, what do you call it? He tells himself that this is the way I'm going to do it. I'm going to go right. As he's saying this, immediately another logic, another piece of logic or another argument rises in his, in his thoughts. And this second argument, this second thought, contradicts the entire way that he had already set for himself, the piece of advice and the practice that he thought he was going to do in the first place, that he already had instilled in his head. Going right now is no longer, uh, no longer makes sense because go, now going left is the new argument. And now he has new arguments and reasons, logic, that is literally the exact opposite as what he thought beforehand. Rabbeinu says, happy is he who merits the complete advice, the proper advice from God Himself. So that a person should not lose his world in vain, God forbid. For a lot of the times we don't end up doing anything or we end up choosing the wrong piece of advice because of the sfekot in our minds, because of the doubts in our head. And that's because we're going, we're constantly uh, we're constantly uh, fluctuating back and forth from right to left trying to figure out what the right piece of advice is. And this is why it's so important to study the Torah. This is why it's so important to pray, to do it, but to do, to rely on Hashem. For relying on Hashem also gives us the safety net of as long as we're not going against halakha, then whether we take the right or the left or um, following the advice of the tzaddikim, of course, this is something very big, following the advice of Rabbeinu, that taking the right or left, then we know no matter what, that we are in the right hands. And that, of course, ensures that we are doing the right thing. Se'if Resh Nunvav. Conversation 256. Rabbanu praised very highly the piyut, the song of Agdamut. Agdamut Milin, it's a song that the Hasidim have the custom to recite. Um, literally translated, Agdamut means an introduction. Agdamut Milin, the introduction to words. To the words, an introduction to the words. This is a song recited on Shavuot before we read the Torah on Shavuot day. Rabbanu praised this song very, very highly. And the song was written by Rameh, Rabbanu Rabbi Yitzchak of Worms of Germany in uh, the 11th century. A very holy song. The Amar, and of course the Blessed Chassidim of the Sfaradir Ashkenazi, we had the custom to recite this before um, Torah reading on Shavuot, even though it is primarily Ashkenazi custom now. Because Rabbeinu praised it so highly and because he emphasized it, of course, we take it upon ourselves. Even those of um, the Mizrach, even those of different customs, Faradi customs, we still do it as well. Rabbeinu said that because the Jewish people were so steeped, were so accustomed to good things, that we are so 
surrounded by things which are holy and good. Therefore, Rabbi says, because we're so surrounded by good, we don't feel very much the, the, the awesome level that is this praise, this holy praise of the Akdamut, this piyut, this song which we sing on Shavuot. One who knows the, the great level of this song of the Akdamut with its proper melody, just like the world is, the melody that of course the world is accustomed to singing that we know in, in their country, of course there's a certain melody that they sing, they sing it in. So Rabbanu says, one who knows the, the greatness of this song, the, the words, with of course the melody, and where it comes from on high, he knows that this is something very awesome, very wondrous, um, brand new. Rabbeinu began to sing some of the words of this holy song of the Agdamut with the Nigun, with the proper melody. Rabbeinu said that Agdamut is the, the song of the Akdamut is a shir of cheshek, it's a song of devotion, of passion. Rabbeinu over there in the story of the, of, uh, the 10th story of the Sipur Masyot, the burger and the pauper, over there he discusses the concept of the song of passion, the song of devotion, speaking about how lofty it is. All of this Rabbeinu discussed on Shavuot day, after he had prayed nets, of course, Shacharit, the morning of Shavuot, early in the morning, as it was customary that we do on Shavuot, because they stay up all night, and then um, they pray at nets with the, with the rising of the sun, the sunrise. And uh, after Rabbeinu had prayed, Rabbeinu was sitting down doing his meal with the students, um, the dairy meal, which was customary, of course, that uh, it's customary to do a dairy meal um, um, after we do, uh, what do you call, after we stay up all night on Shavuot and we pray in early in the morning, it's customary to go back home and to eat a dairy meal before the afternoon meal of meat. But Rabbanu says, it's, uh, Rabbanu was sitting at his dairy meal, and the second round of tefillot were happening in the shul, for a second time, and Rabbeinu, as he was eating his meal, he was overhearing in the background the, the chazan, the cantor of the shul, singing the song of Agdamut, because that's where they were in the tefillah, right before the Sefer Torah. And as Rabbeinu was hearing the song, that is when he discussed the greatness of this holy song, and that's when this conversation that we just mentioned above occurred, and Rabbeinu began to extol about this awesome level of the song of Agdamut. That God willing, we should have the merit to sing this song with a great kavanah when it comes to the time of Shavuot, Bezrat Hashem. And uh, that we should take notice to all the songs, all the nigunim of Cheshek, that God willing, we should sing songs for Hashem Yitvach alone with people, that we should not be afraid for this, for the entire reason we were here is to sing. <laughs> I believe it, I forget who, but I believe it's Rabbi Akiva who says that the entire song, the entire, uh, what do you call, um, the entire world was created for the uh, for the Inyan of Nigun. Um, I forget who it could be, Rabbi Akiva, if I'm not mistaken, or Rabbi Yoshua, I forget, I, I really, I, I, I'm not sure, but nonetheless, there is a, there is a, a great tzaddik who said that the entire world was created for the 
idea of nigun, of melody, and this in itself is um, um, already proof enough that melody has the power to lift us up to Hashem Yitbach, to to increase our yearning for God, that God willing we should always yearn for more and more for God, for holiness, for the Torah, for Masim Tovim Bezrat Hashem.